Praise God. First Corinthians chapter, or excuse me, First Chronicles chapter 12. And of course, I don't know that uh, the Lord would have me to preach. We're going to talk a little bit, but uh, I am honored to be here. I thank God for my pastor Amen. and his dear wife, and uh, I appreciate them so much. And uh, God began to deal with my heart about coming here uh, four or five years ago when we really wanted to make sure it was God's will. And, uh, and it's been my privilege to be able to sat uh, underneath the leadership of the man of God. And, uh, and I love him. And uh, I tell you what I love most about him is his love for Jesus. And uh, that's, what I, that's what I love most about him. And is this thing not on, brother? And uh, I appreciate that, and uh, the fact that he promotes the Lord, he promotes worship, and one thing you hear him say quite often, and I say it a lot myself, that it's not about us, it's about the Lord, and, uh, and you know that's coming from his heart, and, uh, and I appreciate that, and I, I appreciate the, not again, okay, uh, all right, we're having trouble this morning, some, some reason, anyway, uh, I appreciate uh, his wife and uh, their friendship, and and uh, he could not be what he needs to be if she wouldn't let the Lord work in her heart and life as well. And uh, so it's acting up. So we'll just try to stay here. Amen. Uh, maybe we won't preach as long since we've got food waiting. Praise God. But, uh, but anyway, I appreciate them. And I, I thought about also uh, that I love the church. I thank God for you uh, to be a part of this ministry we're grateful for. And, uh, and the fact also that you uh, opened up your arms for my dad. And I thought of the privilege of being able to shout together on the front pew. Hallelujah. Glory, I say. Hallelujah. How many people can shout together on the front pew of the church that they attend? And I bless the Lord for that. What's a blessing? Hallelujah. One of these days, he'll be gone. And I'll be able to look back on May the 20th, sitting on the front pew shouting together with your daddy. And one of these days we're going to get to the house and we're going to shout all over heaven, hallelujah. What a day that'll be, glory to God. Amen. Hey, thank God, I'm glad. Hallelujah, we have something to look forward to. But I appreciate the man of God and I pray that the Lord would help us. I, I want to just give you really just a few quick thoughts that, boy, we've been a praying about this and trying to find the mind of the Lord and and of course, the preacher said, he'd been nervous about this all week. I said, me too, amen. Uh, but we want to give you what the Lord's given us. First Chronicles chapter 12. And there's a, there's a phrase that I'm interested in. And I, I'm serious, if you'll give me just 20, 25 minutes, we'll be done. Give me, give me your attention. I, I'm, I'm interested in a phrase. Look with me in verse 33. The Bible said of Zebulun, such as went forth to battle, Expert in war with all instruments of war, 50,000. Here's my phrase I'm interested in. Which could keep rank. They were not of a double heart. Look in verse 38. And all these men of war that could keep rank. They came with a perfect heart to Hebron to make David king over all Israel. And all the rest also of Israel were of one heart to make David king. If the Lord would help me just for a few moments, I want to preach on keeping rank with a man of God. Keeping rank 
uh, with a man of God. Can I say that really I don't know because you don't travel like me and Brother Chris and these other men that go to other churches. You really don't know how blessed you really are. Uh, you don't know how really dead it is out there and you have a man of God that is spiritual, that walks with God, that gets full of the Holy Ghost and he mounts that pulpit and he preaches the word of God under the anointing and the demonstration of the Holy Ghost. Uh, you know that's worth more money than anything in this world. I thank God for a man of God uh, that will labor, hallelujah, uh, in the Holy Ghost uh, to give us the word of God. I appreciate that uh, more than you know and I really I really in a way wish that some of you uh, could go where we go and see what we see. You'd come back here and you'd testify about every service like my dad does. Uh, you'd be grateful of what God has given us. Amen. What God has given us. There's four groups, groups of people in this chapter this morning. Uh, the, the first seven verses there deals with the tribe of Benjamin. Benjamin, of course, uh, you know that that was Rachel's second son, and she called him Benai, which means son of sorrow. But of course, Jacob, he called him, he called him Benjamin, which means the son of my right hand. The second group of people is the tribe of Gad. Of course, that was Leah's son. And when he was born, she said, a troop cometh. Uh, Jacob, given his last words, he said that he shall be overcome, but he said that you're going to overcome at the last. I, I like to hang around people that have victory in their life. Amen. I like to hang around those uh, that'll just labor and stay with it and get to victory. You know what? This thing ain't over. I, I'll be honest with you. I, I, the, the last month and a half, I've been to a lot of struggling churches. I really have. And, and they'll say, well, Brother Barnes, what about your church? And, and I really don't want to, uh, you know, kind of on their parade. I, you know what I mean? Rain on their parade. That was the word I was looking for. I really don't want to do that. But preacher, what can I say? I say, God's moving at our yeah. church. I, thank God. I said, man, uh, they're giving, they're going, they're yeah. visiting. Yeah. We got a man of God uh, that's preaching. I said, hallelujah. Uh, there's things are happening at the Bible Baptist Church. Uh, and I thank God uh, to be a part of that. Amen. I thank God that things are happening at the Bible Baptist Church, hallelujah. Amen. We see the tribe of Gad. And then the third one is the Manassites. And, and then, of course, the last one is several uh, different from every tribe. I'm going to give you four things, uh, and then we'll go eat. Amen. Number one, uh, men that could keep rank with the man of God. Uh, let me say verse two, that these men were armed men. The Bible said, let's look at it, verse two. He said they were armed with bows and could use both the right hand and the left in hurling stones, shooting arrows out of the bow, even Saul's brethren of Benjamin. Can I say that these men were dedicated? Brother David, they were dedicated to the man of God. Now, I know as it's already been said, we are not promoting worshiping the man of God. But our Bible teaches us that we ought to honor the man of God. 
And I believe in being dedicated to the man of God, being loyal to the man of God. Amen. Uh, these men uh, uh, were dedicated men. Uh, you know what? Uh, when I go to these churches, and, and Brother Chris, I don't know if it's where you been, uh, but most of the time the pastors say, I can't get people to come. Uh, they're not dedicated uh, like they used to be. Uh, thank God uh, for dedicated men this morning. I appreciate Bible Baptist Church. Uh, uh, amen. We have some dedicated men, and I thank God for that. Uh, can I say that they were determined men? The Bible said they could use the bow and uh, uh, they could throw those stones. Uh, uh, one scripture says in a hair's breadth. Uh, they, they worked uh, and they trained uh, and they trained uh, and they became uh, a determined men. They were dedicated men. Uh, can I say they were disciplined men? Uh, thank God uh, for men uh, that are armed in keeping rank uh, with the man of God. Amen. I thank God that we need to be determined. We're about to, we're about to go on a journey here. Bought some land. There's going to be a lot of work involved. We're going to need some armed men to keep rank with the man of God. Not enough, not enough time for anybody having their own agenda this morning. Amen. Amen. Now, there, there'll be some times that the preacher will say, let's do it this way. And in your mind, you'll say, well, I think we ought to do it that way. Don't, don't go behind the back and, and go to different folk and, and try to stir up and say, well, I, I really think the preacher ought to do it this way. No, you do it the way the man of God said. Amen. I thank God you walk with the man of God. You arm yourself by being dedicated unto him. If someone comes to you and they want to tell you that they think the preacher ought to do it a different way, why don't you just say, well, let's go talk to him. Amen. And you tell him uh, uh, what you think. Uh, that'll stop a lot of that. Amen. Uh, these men, uh, they were with the man of God uh, and they were armed. Hallelujah. I don't ever, 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 ever want to go against the man of God. I'd rather the Lord take me home than ever cause a problem for the preacher. I thank God for the man of God that he's put at the Bible Baptist Church. I never did get to know Brother Cape real well. And I thank God for him and the heritage that he left this man of God. But thank God what God has done through him and his wife uh, since they have been here and since that they have led this church. They were armed men. Can I say in verse 8 that they were accountable men? The Bible said... And of the Gadites, there separated themselves unto David into the hold to the wilderness, men of might and men of war, fit for the battle. Fit for the battle. We need some men that are fit for the battle. Uh, can I say to the younger generation, we need you. Uh, as he talked about uh, this generation that was here when he came, uh, they're passing off the scene slowly. Boy, I hate to see them get feeble. 
Uh, but that's just the way life is. But we need another generation. Uh, we need another generation. Uh, we, need, we need some more Brother Jacks uh, that'll stand up and testify. Uh, we need some more Brother Laddy Lines uh, uh, that'll be glo- uh, stand up and give God the glory. Amen. Uh, we need some more young men. Hallelujah. Under the leadership of the man of God uh, that'd be willing uh, to be accountable. Hallelujah. They were fit for battle. Amen. Amen. Let me say, first of all, they were men of wealth. The word men of might means wealth. Can I say that maybe some of you swallowed your teeth when they gave the pastor a check for 10000 If it had been 100000 it wouldn't bother me if we had it. Praise God. I mean that. I always worry about people that worry about how good the church is to the preacher. Amen. It's always amazing that they, oh, I think he makes, um, I I, I, I think he he makes enough. I'm going to tell you what, a man of God that'll love your family, that'll love you and pray for you, hallelujah. You know what helps me on the road is I know my pastor loves my daddy and I know he checks on him and cares about him and while I'm on the road trying to serve Jesus, I know that somebody back here is trying to look out for him and I appreciate that preacher. I really do. I thank God for that, hallelujah. And I'm honest with you, it wouldn't bother me if you bought him a brand new Cadillac. I'd say glory to God, hallelujah. Do they not deserve it. Uh, why, do you, why don't you complain about what the doctor drives? Uh, amen. You don't worry about that. You're not worried about what the preacher has. Uh, and I dare say probably most in Bible Baptist Church don't. And I thank God for that. Amen. 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 They gave of their resources. You see, <laughs> it's your money you put in the house of God that helps take care of the man of God. I'm so tired of that mentality of we'll try to keep them. Lord, you keep them humble, we'll keep them poor. God, help us. You know, half the men I preach for have to work jobs. Half the men I preach for have to work a job. I mean, have to work a job. The church don't take care of them. Of course, the church is small to some of them, most of them. But they still could do better than they do. They have no vision. They have no vision. Thank God for men who have a vision. Brother Laddie, you you deacons, and I mean this. I'm not just saying it. Brother Gravely, I've been on the road for 24 years. He he honors and brags on his deacons more than any preacher I have ever preached for. I mean that. He, He thanks God for you. He thanks God for you men that he has here. You know why? Because you're accountable men. They were men of wealth. Can I say number two? They were men of war. The Bible said they were fit for the battle. Fit for, said could handle shield and buckler. The word buckler just means a javelin. That means they were, they were equipped, Brother Brian. They were ready to go. Amen. <laughs> Look at all the different ministries God has used this preacher to help send out of here. And make them ready and fit for the battle. Hallelujah. If you don't reproduce yourself, there's something wrong. 
And this man of God has reproduced himself through other men going out. You know why? Because God's working through him. God is doing a work at the Bible Baptist Church. And I thank God for it. Hallelujah. I'm thrilled to be a member here. I know I don't get to come much, amen, but I thank God for the times that I do get to come. They were men of war fit for the battle. Can I say number two? The Bible said they had a face of a lion. They were not cowards. Thank God. As he said, thank God for a preacher that's not afraid to tell the truth. Well, that's getting scarce. There's men... Brother Daniel, there's men that I, that, that, that I grew up with that have changed and they've quit preaching what they used to preach. There's men who taught me and they have changed what they taught. But thank God for a man of God that still labors in the truth. A couple years ago, it was Easter. And the preacher said to me, he said, are you preaching on resurrection this morning? I said, yeah, something like that. He said, I'm preaching this morning. I said, all right. Praise God. You're the pastor, amen. You know what? There's some things that needed to be dealt with. And you know what he did? <laughs> On Easter, a packed house full of visitors, he dealt with them. You know what I said? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For a man of God that isn't worried about a crowd, he's not trying to, uh, trying to worry about what people think or say, but he got in touch with the Holy Ghost, uh, and the Lord said, uh, there's some things you need to say, and I'm glad, hallelujah, that he loves me and you enough to tell us what God has to say. I'm glad there's still a man of God that doesn't worry about a fear, nor favor, nor compromise. But there's a man of God, hallelujah, in Rossville, Georgia, that believes the Bible and preaches what God tells him to. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They were armed men. They were accountable men. Not only were they had the face of a lion, the Bible said they were swift. They were fast as a row. They were swift, swift to help the man of God. I wonder how swift we are to help the man of God. I wonder, don't want to kill it right here, but I wonder if you go on visitation if you physically can and you're not working. I wonder if you do tithe every paycheck like you're supposed to I wonder if you do give to missions I wonder if you do contribute to what's going on I wouldn't hear the day they took up money for the land so you know what I got to do I got to put a check in there a while ago for the land hallelujah what a privilege I want to be a part of that I want to be a part of that I want some little bus kid to come in one day and sit down in a pew, hallelujah, and get birth into the family of God. Oh, yes. I want to be a part of that. Amen. Thank God with a man of God who has a vision. Amen. I'm glad he's just not satisfied with what we have, but thank God he keeps looking forward with a going mind to honor the Lord. Amen. Amen. They were accountable men. Now, same verse 32, these men who could keep rank, they were men that were aware. The Bible said in verse 32 that they were men of understanding. They could understand the seasons. 
Now, these were children of Issachar. They were the ones who studied the stars, the astrologers and, and all of that. These men, the Bible said, they, they could understand the seasons, Brother Blake. They could understand what's going on. And they got involved. I'm afraid sometimes that maybe, maybe some folks, they understand what's going on but don't want to get involved. But these men were men of understanding. You know what? You've got to have some understanding men. As Brother Laddie already said, our preacher, or one of them, that he's not perfect. He will make mistakes. And he will do wrong. You know what? But we have to be men of understanding because we know what we live in. Brother David, we have the same flesh to dwell with. Amen. They were men of understanding. He said they knew the seasons. They knew their surroundings. They knew the goals that the men of God had. Hallelujah. They were aware of his burdens. You know, the preacher has burdens too. You know that, right? But Dave, he, he, has, he has burdens too. His wife, they have burdens too. They're understanding, men of understanding. I know a lot of times we come in and we enjoy what the man of God has prepared for us at the table. We, we enjoy it. I called Dad, of course, been on the road. and Well, I said the preacher done another good one. It's a good service this morning. You know, I, get to, I get to relive it. Amen. Hallelujah. That's, that's another good reason I'm glad he joined. Praise God. I can keep up with y'all. Amen. But anyhow. <laughs> you know what? We, we get, but we don't know all the burdens that they carry. As one of them already said, one of the men, can you imagine <laughs> your burdens multiplied by 200? All the weight that's upon his shoulders and his wife. We're not forgetting her. All that they have to carry. All the, I'll be honest with you. I have prayed about pastoring, and now I quit praying. Praise God, I don't want to. Amen. <laughs> pastoring in this day, you got to be crazy or love Jesus, one or the other. Amen. <laughs> I'm kind of glad on Friday night to say, see y'all next year. Amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like that I've been in evangelism for 24 years. Praise God. <laughs> but thank God for a man of God. Hallelujah. They had understanding. Can I say that these men also, they dwelled together in unity. They were submitting to the others. They were able to get along with one another. <laughs> what about that? It's good when brethren dwell together in unity. We got one head, one pastor. And nobody is going their own way. Thank God for a church who's willing to work together. But Charles, from the first time that I came to Bible Baptist Church, I believe it was in 2008, 10 years ago, there was just something here. And I could tell that this church... These folks, they, they love one another and they, 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 they work together. You know what? There's no telling what God's going to do over yonder. But we're going to have to stay together. We're going to have to work together because you know old Lucifer. Oh, he's going to do his best to get in there. He'll try to get people against each other. He'll start fights. That's why you need to be real careful with your social media. Don't get crazy on that, you know. Don't let the devil use that as a tool and get everybody fired up and say stupid things. Say amen right there. Uh, We've we got to be real careful about that. Uh, we need to be men who 
are accountable. We need to be men who are aware of some things. And then lastly, and I'm done. We need to be men who are in accordance with the man of God. In keeping rank with the man of God. The Bible said in verse 33 that these men who could keep rank, they were prepared men. They were expert in war. They were ready. They had prepared themselves for the battle. But Chris, it'll, it'll be a battle. Anytime you take on another load, it's going to be a battle. Do you think that the devil's going to stand by and let our church just alone? Oh, no. God has been doing something special here. Our jubilee, God has been growing. The church, God has been growing. And that's going to make old Lucifer really mad. And I'm telling you, we better be fit for the battle. We need some men of God who are fit for the battle. They were prepared men, but can I say number two? The Bible said they had a perfect heart. It said, Brother Blake, not a double heart. What that meant in the Hebrew was a heart and a heart, a double heart. It meant this, that you didn't have a heart and say, I love you, I love you, man of God, but you had a heart towards somebody else. You see, it said not a double heart. Or, I love you, preacher, and you say, you, I, I give him a heart, but then you have another heart for your own agenda, you see. He said, not a double heart. You know what they said, Brother Keith? They said they gave, Brother, the man of God, they gave David their heart. Hallelujah. You know what? I'm not looking for another pastor. I don't want another pastor. And if I had someone from another church that was courting me, I'd let them know real fast. I am satisfied with my pastor. I thank God for God's man. He's a very dear friend of mine and his family. But above that, he's my pastor. And I'm honored that he's my pastor. I wasn't like some of y'all. Most of all you men talked about you or just about with wits in. I, I come from a good church. But God elevated me. When he moved me to this church. He gave me. A move up. You see. I love a man. That loves worship. And promotes Jesus. You won't hardly come to a service. And especially if it's quiet. And brother Gravis said. Can I get a witness? Praise God. He wants somebody to help him out. Amen. That's the way it ought to be. Hallelujah. We're coming here. You know what? You ought to shout the loudest when your pastor's preaching. You ought to amen him, you young men. You ought to shout him out every time he mounts the pulpit. Amen. Amen. It's all right to have a preacher you like, but your pastor ought to be your favorite. Amen. I mean this with all my heart. I'd rather soon hear Dr. Gravely preached than anybody I know. Hallelujah. Because I know that he's been in the throne room. 
Thank God for that. I tell you what I want to do. Preacher, if you will, if you insist on lead, will just come and, and kneel right here. And I just, let's stand. And, and I just want everybody, let's just gather around them and pray. Let's just pray for them this morning. I, I thought that'd be just a good way to end it. Just, let's just pray for them that God would help them and he would help us to be men that are ready for service. Men that are keeping rank with the man of God. Let's just gather around them and pray this morning. Father, we love you today. We thank you, Lord. For, Lord, we thank you for Jesus, but we thank you for our pastor and his dear wife. Oh, how we love them this morning. We thank God for them. I beg you, Lord, to touch them and work with them and help them and give them wisdom. Lord, as I pray for them every day, Lord, that you'd give them wisdom. Oh, Lord, help them, Lord, to direct us, dear God. Help us to be men fit for the battle. Help us to be men, Lord God, ready to, to serve and be an expert in war. Lord, as the battle will rage, Lord, as we go on, Lord, I pray, God, that you touch him and help him, Lord, today. I ask you, Lord, that you meet the need. Lord, every burden that they have, every circumstance, Lord, I pray if anybody in the building this morning, Lord, would have any issue with the man of God, that they'd get it worked out, that they could go on forward. Dear Lord, we know the man of God and his dear wife, they love the church and they love you and I'm grateful for it. We appreciate them, appreciate their labor, appreciate their love. Thank you for all you do. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Brother Laddie, I'm through.